Yo, what's up, Buckeye Nation? This is Nick. You are listening to the Buckeye Sports Blitz, and we're hanging out here having a good time. We're hanging out in my front porch with my family. We're pre-tailgating. We're pre-drinking. We're pre-tailgating, also getting ready for the game. We're hanging out here. We're doing this live. We got my son, man. Uh, Dude, what am I smoking? What do we got on the grill over there? We got... We got pulled pork. Pulled pork. We got uh, a pork butt. We got... Maybe it's been on for seven hours. That thing's going to go for maybe 18, 19, 20 hours. It depends. Whatever. Hopefully, it will be ready for tomorrow's night showdown. I hope all of you are ready. Uh, Hey, what's up, baby girl? You want to say hi? Hi. That's Gracie. How old are you? You just turned eight, right? Nine. My apologies. All right. We're <laughs> we're having a great time out here. We're grilling. We got three different. We just got the griddle fired up. The Blackstone for all you tailgating enthusiasts. Go out and get the 36-inch Blackstone. You can fold it up. You can put it in the tailgate of your pickup. You're going to have a hell of a time with it. Man, you can cook so much food. We got three different grills going. So we got the burgers. We're getting ready to get fired up. Uh, I hope all of you are fired up. But So while we're all out here doing this, while actually we got our special guest who's on his way over that I've been teasing you guys about, uh, so while we're all out here having a good time pre-gating, <laughs> and you can tell I, I've had a few margaritas, and my son, <laughs> my son Brody, how old are you, Brody? Um, I just turned twelve. Just turned twelve. Okay, awesome. Just like your little sister here, you just had a birthday. Their birthdays are what three days apart? Yes. Awesome. So, what's this breaking news you just told me that you saw? What game were you watching? VT versus Old Dominion. Okay, VT, Virginia Tech? Yes. Okay, and what did you see scroll across the bottom of the little screen there? The CFP will expand to 12 teams no later than 2026. Wow. Um, like I said, Buckeye Nation, I've been out here since... When did you guys go to school? When did you go to school? Whatever, 8 o'clock or something in the morning. Yeah, I've been out here doing this, getting this, these grills fired up doing this pork uh you can hear we're having a great time got some friends coming over here later like i said we're going to have an interview with our special guest that we talked about uh here coming up shortly and yeah so we just got that breaking news so i am just hearing this for the first time what time is it man uh um, here on friday friday what is it 7 30 i don't even know yeah I probably know. Oh, I got the computer <laughs> 726. Wow, it's pretty good. 730. Okay, cool. Awesome. So thank you for listening, Buckeye Nation. We're actually going to check back in here in, what, a few minutes, and we're going to have our special guest. Peace out. Go Bucks. We're hot right now, so we're going to do a little countdown. One, two, three. Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. My name is Nick, and this is the Buckeye Sports Blitz. We finally got him. We got the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only. We got Mr. Gavin Benner. What's up, my man? Thank you for taking the time and doing this for Mosey on over here while we're doing our pre-tailgating, getting ready for Notre Dame. Are you fired up for Notre Dame, my man? Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Couldn't wait. Been waiting all week, all year. Can't wait. Okay, so let's do a little backstory here. 
my father, he's had season tickets for about 20 years, and I did the, the Thanksgiving episode this past Thanksgiving about uh, the, the, the game in 02 being my all-time favorite memory in the shoe or Ohio State memory, whatever. And uh, later on all these years, Gavin, what do you say? How, uh, <laughs> I'm getting lost for words, but uh, uh, respectfully, how old are you? I'll be 50 next month. All right. October so, 9th, Buckeyes a, game. All right. So in 02, I was about 12, 13 years old. So that gives a listener, you know, the, the perspective of the age, uh, the era, 02. That was my all time favorite Buckeye memory. And actually, Gavin, you were, what, 18 years in Usher in, 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 at the shoe? Yep. Well, so what's funny is all these years later, I met Gavin, and it turns out that he was the usher in our section for those season tickets for 20 years. And I was like, hey, I know you. So just kind of weird. It's just crazy how the horseshoe works and all that and the history of it. So uh, go ahead. And actually, you told me an un- unbelievable story the other day about your very first day on the job being an usher. What were we talking, 97? Been 97. Okay, yeah. go ahead and tell the listeners uh, that that unbelievable story. Well, it starts, there's... there's uh you know, kind of a, back then it was all pretty much volunteer, and uh, there was a, 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 a system where uh, another usher had to write you in on a voucher. Right. And uh, I turned in my voucher years before, and uh, well, just like, I don't know, five years, I get this call on a Thursday, halfway through the season, you, hey, you still want to be an usher. This is the, the Jim Norris is uh very respected Unfortunately, man. just passed, or not just, but passed away. Yep, yep, yep. Unfortunately, he's gone now. But uh, the guy called me up, said, uh, told me where I needed to be, what I needed to do to get there. But he didn't really give me a lot of specific specifications. So I, I happened to have a broken leg. I got this big cast on my leg <laughs> and a cane. And... Uh, that's how dedicated you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm you sure. bleed, Scarlet and Gray. Absolutely. I'm going to show up no matter how sore I am. And I, he, okay, for, so first of all, this man is the epitome of what Ohio, of what the blue-collar, down-to-earth Ohio. He's a hunt, hunting motherfucker. He's a fisherman and pro-fisherman, by the way. How many circuits are you on? I fish uh, three different. Okay, yeah. So, no, no joke. Okay, so this man represents everything Ohio is about. When I say hunting, I mean bow hunting. Okay, so anyways, get back to your story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it happened to be, uh, I'd never actually been to a game before. That had been my first game to show up to work, and uh, unfortunately, it was... Uh, you had no choice. You you had to be there. Yeah, I had to be there, and it, it would happen to be homecoming week, and uh, when I rolled in down around High Street, the time I needed to, I thought, here I got mixed in with a homecoming parade, so I got funneled quite a bit away from where I wanted to be to park. So needless to say, I park in the garage that I find, and I'm hobbling down the road as quick as I can to get to be where I need, and I hear this guy yelling, hey, hey, buddy with the cane, and he's running me down. I turn around, and he says, man, you left your lights on back there at the parking garage. Oh, shit, right? It's like, oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, there's no way I'm going to make it to this place in time. So I go back, shut the lights off. I come back out, and I find some people standing on the street say, there's buses that will take you straight to the stadium. So I happen to catch a bus. They drop me off right in front of the stadium. Well, here the stadium is closed for our entrance. 
So I get hollering around trying to find somebody that knows this Jim Norris, man, that can point me in the right direction. Next right. thing I know, this guy personally shows up at the gate, tells me, hey, I understand, you know, what's going on here with your leg. Yeah. And uh, he <laughs> says, how close to the field do you want to be? You know, I said, that's, a pretty, that's kind of a dumb question, right? Yeah, I, I mean- said, buddy, I've never <laughs> been here before. You put me wherever you want me. And that's what he did. He says, well, let's see what we can do. He walks me right down on the field, parks me into the handicap section, introduces me to a couple of the guys right there and say, here you go. So here I'm on the field in the grass my first day at a Buckeyes game. I mean, how much better you want than that? <laughs> I mean, in all seriousness, so tell me about, I mean, the story about David Boston. Oh, yeah, it might have been that game or the second game. I can't remember, but there was a – uh, that handicap section back then was before they changed the field, lowered it that 14 feet, moved it to double A deck, and the sticks back there, the red pole, the sticks is you know the the, the old you know Buckeye fans might remember Absolutely. before it was a you know semi enclosed. Yeah, the, the 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 actual handicap section was literally folding chairs. So once they're watching the game, I look at the guy and I say, where where do we go? He says, I just get out of the way, take a kneel. So here I am, knelt down at, on the sideline at the pylon 20 yard line pylon this is pre-pylon cam so. oh, oh yeah absolutely. <laughs> obviously so but but you had that view yeah of pre-pylon cam yeah I, i'm five feet off the sideline. 97 yeah. folks here i hear you better look out and i look over my shoulder and here's this long bomb coming over to my over to the corner david boston Full laid out at the sideline. I side know what lines. play you're talking about. I had to get up, run out of the way, and he, he caught, I think he caught the ball. He might have been out of bounds, but uh, it was a hell of a catch. It, 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 it was, you know, it was totally starting to me. You know, I hear I'm on the field at the Buckeyes game. I got no business there, you know, but uh, hey. First day on the job. <laughs> like, <laughs> what more can you ask for? And so you got these grass stains. You got the grass stains to prove it because back in the day it was grass before they had this, this rug that – the red would then turn into pink, although I've heard the new field is actually pretty good. So, anyways, it better be, right? Pretty so darn it, nice. Yeah, so, anyway, so go ahead and tell me that story. Then later on you had, what, a bachelor party? A bachelor party to go to over at one of the gentlemen's clubs okay, over there. so let me tell you, the Excalibur Strip Club, was that the, the joint? That's the joint. Okay, so this place in, down in Columbus, it's maybe not the most, you know, uh, cleanest of areas and that's kind of where I grew up and I'm kind of an old school street skater and I <laughs> that place was behind my house and I used to skateboard behind that place my bus stop actually was right around the corner from there and we, me and my buddies would go there we used to dumpster dive and, and get the nudie mags and the in the condoms and stuff uh cover years got how, how old are you birdie you're 12. Okay, uh, you're right around that age where we can maybe have that talk. So, anyway, so this is the this is just how weird all this works. So, go ahead and tell that story. Well, yeah, I hear the game's over. You know, I got to V-line it over here to this club. I, I'm not, per se, uh, uh, a connoisseur of that uh, sort of, of that thing. stuff. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. Uh, needless to say, all my buddies are there, and they know I'm over in Columbus at this ball game. So, I show up here. I got back, back in the day. Like I said, I just got a pair of. Levi's on, but they're a real light gray. They hear I got grass gains on the knees. And you know, first so question, how was you enjoy the game? It's like, dude, the only thing I can explain, look, 
I got grass stains. Well, how do you get grass stains at the ball game? You know, you're supposed to be working, right? It's like, dude, I was on the field. And so that pretty much like you were the man of the evening, right? Like, tell oh, a yeah. story. Tell yeah, stories, yeah. story after story. I mean, just, you know, did, did you get on, did you see anybody? Did you get any autographs? Did you get, you know, was you, did, you know, it's just constant, nonstop. Everybody wanted to know what happened at the game. You know, it's one thing sitting Sea deck and, 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 and... Like I said, pre-pylon cam. I mean, you witness right up. We're talking feet, right? Oh, yeah, yeah yes. I mean, absolutely. Okay, so uh, 100 years of the horseshoe. You can see on the laptop here, I got a, got the new sticker there. 100 years of the horseshoe. Uh, that place means so many things to me and so many different people. And, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I've smoked things you shouldn't smoke. On Sea uh, Deck bathrooms, many of times. So if you've smelled things up there, uh, that might have been me. So <laughs> that <laughs> that I've been going there since uh, I was about six years old. Uh, I'm 35 now. That place, every time I go, the smell, the scene, the energy, nothing changes. It takes me back to anybody I've gone to the game with. It truly is a special place, and so. As somebody who worked in the shoe, you got to meet all kinds of special people, right? Oh, absolutely. And you got, not just the people, but the games. Like, not only did you, once those people got to their seat and you ushered them, like, what do you do, okay? Well, you got to watch the games. That's it. I okay, that. so when I say 100 years in the horseshoe, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? What's the first thing you think about? Well, I mean, absolute tradition at Ohio State and, and, and the legends that's, Walk, came through there and played, let alone the ones that didn't even go there that just showed up there because it's, you know, the Big Ten in general. I mean, the, the the World War the World War Two guys, the forty two team, they win a national championship and then forty three, I believe it was. I, I might be off a year or two, and half that team enlisted. Go look that video. Bobby Carpenter actually did all us Buckeye Nation a favor by Jim Tressel did a speech on one hundred years of the horseshoe. I encourage everybody to go. Look that up, watch that, listen to it, and thank you, Bobby, for posting that and letting us fans in. Uh, but he talked about his father never returned from the war. You know, and that, it's just unbelievable to think, and that's why you talk about the tradition. We're talking we, – these guys won a national championship, and, and then later on they go enlist, and some of them didn't come back for the previous year. Amazing is the, 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 the camaraderie, the – the respect for the previous generation year after year. I mean, even every game, I mean, they'll bring a team out there and recognize them for winning the Big Ten, winning a national title, and it's just like somebody you know went there or done that. with the, And with you're the fighting team. for somebody you don't even know. And, I mean, somebody like me and you, our age difference, I'm 35, you're, you're almost 50, and <laughs> – we have so much in common, and it's like, dude, somebody my age shouldn't understand and remember guys like Ricky Dudley and Bobby Hoying, and I do. Those were – I remember it like it was yesterday, and that's what Buckeye – and that's what you talk about the tradition. That's why this is so special. It brings so many different people together on so many different eras, and somebody like me and you that we have – you know, we have some taste, some similar uh, taste in music, but uh, for the for the most part, we're, we're pretty separate that, and – uh, but this is what makes this tradition in this game so special. Like you said, it's just the tradition. I mean, it, it is truly unbelievable. Yeah, it means so much to a Buckeye fan to 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 every game day. And, you know, like I said, that was 
I changed my whole life for 20 years to guarantee well, and how dedicated you were on that first day yeah i mean just to guarantee every saturday for the rest of my life that i gotta be at a high stadium and i never missed a game in 18 years i wouldn't i missed my brother got married in that on a buckeyes game uh my one of my nephews was born and in the hospital i miss it because i had a ball game you know my birthday so many times has fallen on us uh, a, a Buckeyes game in October, and more important to me to be part of that tradition. So, something bigger, yeah. something bigger, exactly. And that's why, you know, we, we talk to people, and there, there's a section of fans out there, a certain type of fans out there that they say it's just a game. Come, no, no, no. Go, go up on the website. There's a little bio about about myself. Go look it up. Uh, read, you know what I have to say. And this is more than just a game. And, and again, you, the listeners listen to the Thanksgiving episode, so you understand. Uh, but this truly is a lifestyle. I mean, folks, we're out here on a Friday night pre-tailgating for a game that's happening 7.30 on Saturday. And, dude, this is what we do. I mean, we're Ohioans. We bleed scarlet and gray uh, this time of year. I mean... I just I can't ask for anything better. This is what we do, and I'm I'm rambling here. Um, so let me ask you about. I'm just gonna get right to it. Is Jack Tatum? I might you know be interrupting you and stuff. Uh, feel free if you need to tell a story or something. Reinterrupt me. I've been drinking for a little bit. So, is Jack Tatum your favorite Buckeye all time? Favorite well, Buckeye? I, or I'll have to if not, admit. who is? I'm a little partial because he got drafted by my team, but right, the you know, ultimately his, his 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 energy and passion was just second to none. Yes, I'd have to say if you had to put a name on one guy, there's a lot Maybe of guys that you know that that Luke Fickle, okay. Finkel, okay, and Bra- okay. uh, uh, Braves. Yeah, uh, those guys. You know, as a defense, were a beast. You got your you know, Buckeyes that were so yeah, superstars as a Buckeye, the Katzemoyers that didn't get to put on long NFL careers, but as a Buckeye, but they're, they're legends. They're still legends, forever. legends. Yeah. absolutely. The Archie Griffith. I mean, if you look at his numbers compared to Heisman Trophy winners in the modern day, yeah, they're not even close to a lot of them. His second season, but ultimately, his respect. His game oh. when it was played back then, I mean, it was – who else are you going to give it to? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, he, <laughs> well, he earned it. I got a quick story about Archie. So, my dad is – and I have been lucky to cross paths with Archie a few times. My dad's played in a golf outing with Archie. And, actually, he's – my dad is infamously known for Archie. I'm quoting him. He go, my dad, <laughs> Don, uh, he, he goes, hey, Arch, hey, hey, I met you last year at last year's outing. And my dad hit a, a bad, bad shot, and it hit somebody. And he goes, oh, yeah, you that cat that hit that beer beer broad in the head. And so <laughs> so that's kind of the story that my dad has. But uh, my, 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 my stepmother, my dad's wife, uh, they're from Pittsburgh. And her brother, Georgie, Georgie, you know, uh, his story is he played running back. He played against Dan Marino, you know, growing up and whatever. And so – his first time, this had to have been that era we were talking about, maybe 2002, 2003, and he comes to this game. And it's regular for Buckeye fans to see Archie just oh, walking yeah. around. Oh, yeah. you know? He's always there. And there was respect for him that you, you don't go bother him. You leave him alone. 
And it and so Georgie, he's going to this game, and he again he's from Pittsburgh, but so they're diehard Pitt fans and all that, and and he's like tapping me on the shoulder, or you know he's like, hey, oh my gosh, dude, Archie's like like right there, and we're just like, yeah, it's just no big deal, and just to see how like lucky we are for those of us that grew around it and don't un, you know we take it for granted sometimes and when these outsiders i've seen it i've seen multiple i've had fans with with cal texas washington washington state we're going way back um just about when they see that place how special it is and that's one of my favorite things is talking with the opposing fans absolutely and i guess you know you got any stories about you know just talking just people you met anything interesting well, uh, that, that, that's a good question because I was fortunate when they did change that stadium and elevated it up, they moved that handicap in a little bit and created that double A deck. And it, right in front of me, 4A, 6A, 8A, that was a visiting fans Visiting section, section. Yes. So yeah, That was the section uh, I went to. I spent every game looking either at a fan right. or a tuba in my face. So, <laughs> needless to say, you know, I got to meet a lot of people from all over. The Wolf Pack from North Carolina. I, I uh, with uh, Philip Rivers. When Philip Phil, Rivers, yep, I was, was at there. that game. Uh, Absolutely, a lot of people in that group showed up. I actually, I remember a girl that had a ticket way up in the C deck. Somehow, she probably bought it off a scalper out on the street, but she came down and she wanted to be down with the Wolf Pack. And I ha- she asked me, what do I got to do? I said, well, I'll tell you what. I ain't going to run you out of here. You go down there, and if there are people you let you stand there, and you can get a spot where they're standing, you're sitting, you're sitting, you're standing. She came up about quarter and a half later. Oh, thanks. I, I found me a spot. And, you know, the Washington fans, just talk to them. How long did it take you to get here? What, what, what? East Coast, welcome to the Pac-10. I've noticed we've had a boost in listeners. So, welcome, East Coast. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. my <laughs> It's how many drinks I've had. I just, uh, I just threw my empty can on the West Coast. My apologies. Welcome. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of the nicest, most well-dressed fans. I mean, then when it went, when Vince Young and that Texas team, oh one gosh. and two, showed up, them Texas people showed up in their boots and skirts and oh, hats. with the cowboy and, hats, dude. Oh, just well, okay, would you agree smooth. with me? And I'm sorry, Christy, that I have to ask him. It was some of them, 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 this is so wrong. I didn't even them Texas, oh, never mind. Go ahead. Yep, that was unbelievable. The women, the females on the Texas oh, with the cowboy hats and the boots. Yes, and, and, sir. And absolutely. <laughs> with the people, the 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 game itself, you know, the, the ending didn't turn out like Buckeye fans expected. Lima Sweet, wanted, corner but, of the end zone, I remember. But yeah. ultimately, you know, it was a great time, unfortunately. One of the most unbelievable atmospheres I think oh, I've ever yeah. been to in the shoe. Yeah. Notre Dame's I've seen play there. I've seen... All so of them you went, mis- what is that, 95? This pe- the 95? Did it That was, was the last time. No, was that the last time Notre Dame was here? Was it 95 or 96? We played there in 95. Is either 96? I can't remember, actually. I'd have to look. I, I remember I got the, the little terrible towel from that game thing. Oh. But I, I, I had <laughs> you've been to, to so many. I mean, that's how. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've been to so many. It's all, you know, you, you, lose, you lose track. Yeah, it, 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 it was seven to eight games a year. For 18 years, and, you know, like I said, I've seen everybody that ever possibly could imagine come through there that just dumbfounded you over the years, watching watching Vince Young scramble, watching oh – uh, 
Well, in that game, it, well, you know what about that game? AJ Hawk had one of the most unbelievable games you would ever have. I mean, from a Buckeye linebacker in that game, and they lost. Yeah, you, you know, just yeah. but yeah, you're absolutely the Virginia right. Tech game there a handful of years ago. It kind of cost them a possible Dude, national championship. <laughs> you know. It, it, well, no, they won that year. They won that year. They they lost that game, and that's the 2014 oh, year. Oh, that they was the 14. Yeah, no, yep, that year yep. ended up working out. That's okay. But, you, you know, but that goes against to what I've kind of preached this, these last couple episodes is Ohio State has kind of fallen on their face in these primetime matchups uh, in these Early. non-conference games, going back to Virginia Tech and going back to Oklahoma and then last year with Oregon. And it's the same vibe this year. It's the same vibe that we're getting with Oregon and everybody saying we're going to blow them out and all that. And I, how do you feel about that? It's a big game early in the year. You know Notre Dame isn't going to show up and not want to knock Mar- Marcus Kai Freeman, State. James Laurinaitis. Yep. I yeah, mean, they're Buckeyes. They, they, Al they Golden, the defensive up. coordinator, Ryan Day worked for at Temple. This has a personal feel, right? Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. You know uh, – like I said, Marcus Freeman isn't going to show up there and not want to no. show his status. He's in saying the game. this is a normal game, but come on, we know it's not. It's He's important. saying that. You're number five and number two in the country. Well, and, and, and like I, I said the last time, we got 100, the 100th anniversary in the shoe. I couldn't, like, from, I know they've been down for, you could say, 20 years and whatever your version of down means, but come on. It's Ohio State, Notre Dame. Yeah. Other than, like, you know, that team up north, the only thing, the only team I could think of, like, maybe USC would maybe make it bigger, but I, you know, I couldn't ask for anything better than this. Game one, I mean, you kidding me? I think this is, I believe, I could be wrong, but I think this is the first ever top five like both teams are top five in the first game, yeah, like in the, right. in game one for Ohio State in the history yep. of Ohio State. Yep. So one hundred years of the shoe, I could not amazing. think of anything better, man. Yeah, just... amazing. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, and and being Ohio State, if I if it was me, and the only way you're going to get that constant top dog number all every year is you got to put them bids in for them quality teams early. You can't play the oh, the, the, the well, bowling well, green. You know that going world. back to that era, we've seen this. And that's why I've been very uh, critical. I'm glad you bring that up. I've been very critical of, of just the national national media over the last. I mean, you can say 20 years they saw Ohio State and played in bloody non conference bullshit. You've witnessed it. I've witnessed it. Absolutely. I, it. You could go back. Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. It goes down to scheduling these marquee games. And if Ohio State lo- loses, look like at Oregon last year. They're still in the national hunt because, look, at the end of the day, you win the Big Ten, you're in. Well, prime example was the year we go out and play. Oklahoma. Oh, how come Ohio State don't play Oklahomas and the USC's? Well, you know what? Those are turned in years in advance to schedule those games. So when yeah. you get it, you take it. But ultimately, you, you, you never know. You, you never know. You can't be saying we have ten Tennessee years from now. Coming up, yeah. yeah, we have. We never know. You, you absolutely. You never know the coach. Um, but <laughs> it's just crazy to think a hundred years in the shoe. The different iconic games, and I have to go back. I, I have to go back. I, that O two game. I remember handing my ticket to you all those years going back. You you know, you you have a noticeable look. That's the you know, no discrimination. <laughs> you're you're a bit rough edge a little bit, but um I remembered you and that was I remember everything from that game. That was the greatest memory going back to my father I can think of. You know, we may may not get along all the time, but we come together for the Buckeyes, oh, and yeah. that 
game. That was my very first Ohio State uh, Michigan game. And you win that game. That was, you know, in 02. You're going We're going for show. two in a row. We're going for two in a row. And that was a big deal at that time. And you win all for, for all the Tostitos. You're going to the national championships at that time against big, bad Miami. That was Miami. a bad football team, man. Yep. Those, those were some legendary teams, too. And that witnessing all that, it's just unbelievable to, to, you know, it's 20 some years, you know, 20 years ago. And, you know, I get, look, I, I'm just, dude, I tear up when I think about it. Is that maybe, I mean, talk me to, do you remember that game? Talk me, oh, talk I, me I, that I, Maurice, was it Maurice Hall scoring in that, that corner of the end zone that we were at the Northeast corner, you know, fourth quarter. I think it was a screen pass or something. You little, know, like, little dump pass off. Yeah, yep, I mean, yep, walk yep. me through that. What do you remember from that? Well, I, to be honest with you, I remember <laughs> when it gets down to them last two minutes in a game like that, especially with Michigan, you know, you know if it if it's a win, they're going to take the, try to take the field. And I know I remember everybody was on their feet. Oh, my gosh. That was Pushing incredible. them last seconds of that clock and just i mean they were coming over the rails beside me and they the whole just, field was covered uh, with, uh, you could not see green on the field yeah and, and it was kind of funny once that game was over i've heard craig talk about it how scared he was after yeah that. i mean people were kind of running to get out of the I way i witnessed people get beat by cops with their their little yeah things. it got to yeah. a point where it was just like let them go you know because exactly. you knew you was either gonna get yeah, trampled go. but yeah, i mean it was just such an amazing Scene atmosphere. To you couldn't hear. Oh my! The this is the loudest thing I've ever heard. When Will Palin, Will Allen picked that pass off, dude. You know, uh, you know, I I'm into loud music and I've witnessed loud things. I'm all about loud stuff. That is without a doubt. And I've talked to multiple people that multiple people that have said so. That's the loudest thing I've ever heard. Is that where you were going oh, with that? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's like I, a jet engine, I get dude. home and I got my family saying, "Man, Goosebumps. you couldn't oh, even hear. Was it loud in there?" And it's like, dude, you don't even realize. Dude, I'm hopping right now. I'm just like, look, Chrissy's probably laughing at me. Look at like, <laughs> dude, this is real people. Hundred thousand people just. I mean, because it was, what, 68 since the last championship? So, that you know, since yeah, they've yeah. been. So, I, like I said, to, to see. I mean, I was down there since 8 in the morning tailgating with my buddies. I've told the stories. You guys have heard it. And down there till I mean, till, until they told us to go home. And then it <laughs> carried on at home. So, I, like, I guess what is uh, – what's, what's, what's the – the roughest situation I guess you've ever had to deal with. The roughest fans, rudest fans. Has there ever been any situation where you've actually been scared? Or uh, would it go back to that game? I can't say I've ever been physically scared because of an issue at the stadium. You know, there's been times where like I was telling Christy earlier that uh, uh, how many up, times Christy? somebody didn't have their, their – their, or had their ticket and come to me and said somebody was in their seat. And, you know, there's always, oh, I, I've been standing here the whole time. Well, you oh, deal with some buttheads. Yeah, but most of the time, the general population was pretty cordial. You know, there'd be sometimes things would get thrown, or, but usually it was a Buckeyes fan. Just too well, rowdy. we've talked about that. Well, too much drinking, too close to the stadium. You always have that loud and rowdy. But Would you I, say that's the worst fan base you've had to deal with is the own Buckeye fans? Uh, I ha I had an issue. No, I don't like to. I'm not one to point, but you know, I've had a few you issues like with me. other. But uh, <laughs> ultimately, yeah, the worst fan base I've ever had sometimes was was the actual Buckeye fan. Just being the homers, they think 
you know, they There's can There's a certain type, and because Ohio State is so big, and, you know, <laughs> there's a whole lot more of that type. Yeah, there's a lot of people. And like I said, alcohol does a lot of things, too. Well, (laughs) that's why I don't know if you've been to a game in the shoe now that they can serve alcohol. I've been to a few, and let me tell you, it's a rowdy time now. Yeah, they Uh, It was a little different with the pandemic. It definitely wasn't the same. But uh, so let me ask you, I guess, (laughs) well, while we're on this topic, what what was the rudest – I guess fan base, I guess. I want to know, was it Penn State, Wisconsin? Because Wisconsin, to me, that is for me, Wisconsin and Penn State. Those are the two ones that it seems like it doesn't matter. I could be as nice as I want, be friendly, uh, but I still deal with that asshole. Would you agree with that? Well, I I went to a Michigan game in Ann Arbor one time. Oh, yeah, tell the story, tell the story. Your nephew uh, was a recruit, correct? Was a recruit and uh, for Michigan. For Michigan, he was uh, offensive lineman. Offensive lineman, big guy, and uh, we went up for a Michigan game. They hit the golf ball a freaking mile. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, they uh, don't go straight. His school, his logo is pretty close to Notre, to Notre Dame. Dame's, and I mean they were they harassed him from start to finish just because they. Thought they was reading Notre Dame. Notre Dame. You suck. You can't do this, that, you know. And ultimately, he's coming as a recruit for you guys. <laughs> right. But the worst experience I probably had at, was at, uh, at Ohio Stadium with an opposing fan. It was probably Iowa one time. They, oh, okay. I didn't take that. I, I don't know that I've been to a, a game where Iowa came here. Yeah, they, like over there in Iowa, it's a lot smaller stadium, and they're well, used they're right to, up. It's like a hockey. Yeah, know, and like they're used baseball. to the whole stadium yeah, standing the whole shit. time. Yeah, yeah. So they weren't happy when the people behind them told them to sit down. You know, and they're like, "We don't have to sit down." Which you ideally you don't, but out of the hundred thousand fans oh, at Ohio Stadium, most of the time they generally. Sit down, and I had Thanksgiving a, episode, folks. But continue. Yeah, I told them, you know, ultimately, you guys do have a good play, good move, you know, just a, a touchdown, whatever. Stand up, cheer, be loud. Don't don't have a bit of problem. But you know, when there's nothing going on, you don't need. That's to stand. how I approach it. Yeah, that's how I approach and it. And we ultimately had to move them down to a different spot because they they just absolutely just refused. Wouldn't. You know, no, we don't have to, and. Yeah, okay, it is. I, I'm so not he a get hard with you. You know they. No, nah, only one time do I have some guy get hard with me. And that was. Hey, oh, well, let me go. I mean, Gavin's tatted up, dude. So he ain't no looking slouch. He's not somebody you just. And I know him personally. He's not somebody you want to go messing around with. So again, you you got anybody getting hard with you? <laughs> like I said, this guy one time tried to tell me that he had a ticket to sit there, and the girl had already come told me. He said, "There's too many people in our row." She says, "These are my seats." So I walked up to stadium. It was probably I don't know, fifteen rows, twenty seats over, you know. And I get there, and there's the whole row standing up on the seats. So I could easily count one, two, three, eleven seats. And there's this guy standing there, and I said, "Hey, uh, do you got a ticket?" He said, "No, this is my seat." And I said, "Well, I got the ticket for this chair right here." And he says, "Well, who are you?" And I said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll go find out real quick who's who's in the wrong. And he grabbed my shirt from, like, my back of my collar, and I just turned around, grabbed a guy right in the Ooh, center of the shirt, snatched like him that. off the row, and pulled him down the thing and told the girls step up. And I told you're him, You're strong, Look. too. And <laughs> you're, you're, like I said, he's a pro fisherman, and he's got some strong, pretty good-sized arms. So, like, like 
<laughs> Seriously, so I can imagine you doing that. But only <laughs> it's not my job to police the police. There's no. plenty of police, and ideally, you know, if there's a situation, you're supposed to go to a deal. But ultimately, the police tell you, look, you need to go up there and take care of that problem so I don't have to because if it gets to that point, you're and going and out. Mostly the, uh, the police are great down there. Every time oh, yeah. usually I've had to do other than an 0-2 game where they were beating the fans rushing on the field. Yeah, man, we're we're out here. I don't even know what time it is. Let's say on the computer. Yeah, so we've been. Uh, you could tell I'm losing my train of thought. I'm rambling. Hey. I'm interrupting. You got anything else to say there, my man? No, absolutely not. I mean, game on. Notre Dame. Dame. We can't. I mean, can't there's nothing enough, you know? better, man. What do you think? What do you? Uh, what <laughs> do you think? Marcus is going to have this team ready. Do you agree with me that? Look, the, I, I believe, I haven't checked today, but last time I checked, I think it was 17 and a half is the spread in Ohio State's favor. I actually, somebody asked me today for the first time, they said, what's your prediction? And I, I'm actually going to say it right now. I have Ohio State 38, Notre Dame 28. I believe this is going to be a closer game than expected. What's your thoughts on that? I think Ohio State's got a little more scoring ability. A little, but, little more uh, ponies on the uh, offensive I, side. I, I'm not one to bet on Ohio State because for years and years, them point spreads. in the shoe because the pressure is so yeah, big, right? Point spreads, the Ohio State's always been right there, but just don't usually cover. And then when they do, you, you – it's fifty-two to three, you know. So, right. I think I think that it, I think they got enough to easily win by two or three touchdowns. But oh, absolutely! You got to execute. First know? game of the season, man. This is a big time game. Injuries are going to have. How many times did we see this? Uh, uh, <laughs> who's that? Uh, Florida State, Alabama, a few years ago. Few, uh, Francois, their quarterback, went down early in these big, hard hitting games. Uh, and I even played the clip of Coach Day. Man, there's going to be injuries in this game, and we're, we might lose a player for a long time because of the buildup. This isn't just no slouch. This isn't Arkansas State coming through. You know, and you make a great point, man. These guys are going to come out ready. They're, there's no preseason. There's nope. no preseason, nope. right? No, nope. I mean, nope. they got to do their job, execute the plays, and, you know, the 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 – the, no the, the level <laughs> of the kids is as good across the board. You just got to coach them, gotta put them the in. Talent, the, yeah. You got to have, you know, you got to be able to execute. And like you said, they're going, they're going to hit. Yeah, no, I agree. And and when you look at, uh, at games like this, you you know, you're an old school dude. It's it's down at the line of scrimmage, and they have a great. They have one of the best offensive lines Line, and defensive yeah. lines. In the country, they have Isaiah Foskey, one of the best pass rushers in the country. He's projected to be a first-round pick. So if you as a Buckeye fan don't understand and just think, hey, they're just going to roll through, no, Notre Dame's going to bring it, man. And these games, like I said, Gavin, these games, aren't they? They're one at the line of scrimmage. Absolutely. Look at last year, and, and wouldn't you say that was Ohio State's weakness last year? They were soft, and I said it after the Michigan game. They were soft on both sides of the line. Absolutely. So this is a major first test. Yep, definitely, definitely. That you, you got, you got to move the ball from the 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 outsides. Got to control them, the game. Them 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 screen passes last year was just we was like getting Oregon. ate up. Yeah, yeah, I mean everybody had us, so we, we we're gonna have to run the ball. I think you get control the game more. They yep. got to control the game more. The like the Rose Bowl. Look at the Rose Bowl. They can't they can do that if they need to. But that can't be the norm. They got to get back to I, I called it bully ball. Get back. That's actually my number one 
you know, concern or thing I want to look to improve upon is, is the slobs, the big slobs up front, the offensive line. Get back to imposing your will. Get yeah. back to playing bully ball. That position, you know better than anybody that you just talked about y- your nephew, that is a violent position, and I have not seen that in Ohio State in a long time. Nope, nope, nope. We've got to move that line. Like I said, if we can pound ball running the 20, 30 no question, times, dude. all yeah. the, the <laughs> Injigba stuff will, will open Trey up. Trey Henderson, so Meon Williams at running back. I, you know, I – I think that, that, yeah, you're right. And they, last year, early in the year, we had some good running games. But overall, I think our running game hurt it on the – You had four uh, tackles on the uh, offensive line. That's probably – might have a little bit to do with it. But, you know, we'll see. It's a, it's a big test, right? Yeah, I mean, but, uh, you know, but you know better than anybody. I mean, to win the Big Ten, to beat Michigan, you got to be able – look, look at what they did to us last year. Control the line of scrimmage, control, control the ball. Keep the ball in your hands. It, nothing's changed. Football and this high-power offense might change. You know, the, the game has changed, but in these types of games, nothing will change if, you know, in 300 years of football, the most dominant team on the offense and defensive lines win the game. Yeah. I Keep mean, they're out. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, because, hey, look, I, I have a theory that, the most important position is the quarterback, but but your 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 mo uh, I guess uh, I'm Oof. sorry uh, you know what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> your offensive line is is your most important position, but your quarterback you want as your best player, right? Yeah. Because it it all comes down, dude. You could have the greatest. You've seen it. You could have the greatest quarterback in the world, but and it comes down to not only passing but also the the run game. You gotta have it both and. You know, they, 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 oh, look, what I'm getting at is the offensive line is just so important. Absolutely. Absolutely. you got to have them big boys up front pushing forward. Got to be violent. That's and, what I said. Got to be violent. They got, that guy's got to hit that hole. They got to keep the ball. They got to keep driving. And it ain't a nice sport, so. Well, it's a violent biggest, sport. Biggest boys and moving boys are going to do their <laughs> job. And, and like I said, you, you would know that better than anybody. I mean, you. Your nephew's, a, I met, he's a big boy. You have to have a certain mentality to play that offensive line. Anything you got to say before we wrap up here? Man, go Bucks, Go, go Bucks. Ohio State Nation. We'll be over there next weekend. And, uh, hopefully, yep, we're going uh, to the game. Hopefully uh, by the end of the year we're, we're, we're looking at another chance for a uh, real opportunity. to. The way I look at it is my theory is, Look, championship or bust. Oh, I'm not going to go down that road. Nowadays, it's win the East, beat that team, go to the playoff. And I look at it as, dude, our our Christmas tree, we celebrate Christmas. So, if that offends you. So, our Christmas tree, we actually have a Buckeye helmet on the top, not a star. It is probably 85% Ohio State stuff. And Christmas, Thanksgiving, all that for me. Family, this is... Like I said on that website, go check out the bio. This is this is a lifestyle. This is just what we are. And when we go into the holiday season and we're playing and in the hunt for a national championship, there's nothing better looking at that tree. And, and you know, I, I got all of them, all the bowl games, all the championships, all the, the ornaments, all the whatever. And there's nothing better in the world. And going through for me and my family, holiday season, 
and being in the hunt for a title. Oh yeah, I mean that's that, that's a, it, it's almost like a an expected as a Buckeye fan. <laughs> that's you, the real you, expectation, not championship are, or bust. It's that's the expectation. You Absolutely, are to go ten to twelve to fourteen and zero. There's some I people mean, say this was a failure last year, and I'm like, guys, we just run the Rose Bowl and did it in historic fashion. Yeah, I mean. You, you, you got back from what? Where all has stayed early. down here is what ten, eleven wins. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can, I can't say is in all of the years I put in over there that I ever seen that. <sighs> I don't know, maybe six and the fickle seven that, season, that that's you know? omitted. That's that's kind of got a. There was a couple years, but I, I I'd have to honestly say, in eighteen maybe. years of being there, I physically seen the Buckeyes lose a handful <laughs> of games, and it, you and, know, and that, and it's like a total shock to your. Or us like did that just? Happen? Oh, our day is ruined. We got our beat by day who? Is Illinois. Ruined. Oh my gosh, Juice Williams. Yeah, uh, I mean, really? Yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And and, and it, I mean, it just like is is a, a a shock to your heart when that happens. It ain't like ah, the Cleveland Browns lost. Well, you know, no, it's no, just no, another no. game. This is <laughs> this is our pro team. This is why the Jackets can't compete with the Buckeyes. I mean, this is just – it's a way of life. It's 100 years in the horseshoe, and I couldn't think of having a better guest. Uh, hey, man, you look, uh, I'm not going to say too much, but this dude doesn't live too far from me, so would you be interested in maybe being, uh, you know, every couple weeks or something, maybe once a month you hopping on? I know the, the listeners are – you, dude, you got so many great stories. I'm looking here. <laughs> We've been on 45 minutes now, and I know, you know, my apologies – I've been drinking, hanging out, doing. I got to get on that pig, man. I got to check that pulled pork. Right, uh, right. If Forty-five minutes we've been doing this. And Absolutely, I've been man. I'll come over and do it again. You know, like I said, there's, there's, just the, the, the background of me being there has its stories the alone. Smells, the people the I meet, the things that are so traditional with the band coming back oh from skull session Dude, there's and some people that show up that care more about the band oh, than they absolutely. do the football my I, i've been yelled at that. to sit down actually i'll tell you this i've been yelled at more to sit down when the band comes out because that's when i stand up to stretch my legs and i'll get more hey sit down during the band than i do the game it is a special thing man the beginning of the game. Oh my gosh! Christy, I cannot full. wait for you to witness this. She's never been to a game, and the ROTC boys are running that flag oh, up. Oh, that, that is so impressive! And that guy that's holding that string comes running down. That when it's rotunda. windy, when it's 15, 17 mile an hour, gusting through there, northeast oh, corner. I mean, everybody's looking up at that giant flag. That guy comes running down, smacks that pole every time, lands his hat goes flying, but. I mean, there's no bigger feeling than yeah, hearing and, that and with 100,000 yeah. people screaming for one team. Yeah. <laughs> and that is awesome that you said that because that is actually, and that's a great way to wrap up here because that was the very first thing that my dad taught me, and it goes to show you what this country means to me and my family. And it's bigger. You know, we talk about how special this is, but this, there's a bigger thing going on. And that's what my dad taught me. He always said the very first thing with our season tickets, being a little boy, him going, watch this man, watch this soldier down here tie the rope up on the pole while they're lifting that flag up. And 
because of him telling me it just this is how special this is. This is like I said, folks, this is a way of life. This is not a shtick. This is not fake. This is 100 percent real. And that is something to this day. I've talked to you to the games. My son Brody standing right here next to me. Every time I carry on that tradition of watch that man that gets that flag up while our national anthem is played by the best damn band in the land. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I cannot wait. I missed a lot of stuff sometimes before that game because I had to be underneath the deal checking tickets or whatever, but I always made sure that, like, look, Whoa, I'd stop. You're right there where they come right in. Oh, yeah. And from I, the skull session. Yep, and I would stop. 8,000 people in my hole stand here. The the national anthem. Ohio. Yep, there you go. When they come right in. Uh, Yep, yep. Holy crap. It just, uh, and like I said, that game, I go back to even singing that song. I remember standing right there, seeing the band come through the bridge, standing, I mean, chest to chest. That that, that (laughs) game, 02, I've never seen so many people in my life. Oh, people everywhere. And like I said, when they took the Going into the stadium, you were shoulder to shoulder. Uh, It It was actually, for me, scary being 13. (laughs) A ton of people everywhere. Okay, okay, let me ask you this before you wrap up. Was that the the, the game that you've seen? Uh, I've seen a lot of drunk people in a lot of games. I've been to the Pitt-West Virginia game multiple times. That was pretty rowdy. But would you, for me and all the games, I mean, Texas actually was pretty rowdy. USC was rowdy. But I would say... That 02 game, dude. I don't think I've ever seen so many drunk, wasted people in my life. Oh, Would you maybe agree with that? Yeah, probably. Dude, I, I okay, let me tell you. I saw somebody, they actually, uh, you might remember this because this is when our, in our section. They, ha- they had to pass one of them hardback stretcher boards up the stands because somebody was so drunk that couldn't even stand. And they actually, they send the paramedics up because there were so many people they could... Uh, you know, and they actually had to strap him down, and they surfed him down. I actually saw them surf this dude down. He was so intoxicated. I mean, it was one of the most – dude, I'm in the heavy metal scene, all right? I've been – and for those of you, I listen to Pantera, Limb of God. I listen to some heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. I've been in some insane OzFest concerts with some of the biggest mosh pits you've ever seen, and I've never seen anything like that 02 Ohio State-Michigan game with – Oh my gosh! And I was thirteen, man. Like I said, they were surf, they were surfing drunk motherfuckers out of there because they were so intoxicated that the medics were they couldn't even get to them. There's so many people. Oh yeah, there was so much, so much afterward out. In the oh my streets. god, the fires! They were yeah. tipping every car that was Trash blue. Cans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and and I can't remember which game it was. One of the games they lost. It might have been the. The oh, Texas geez. game or one, but yeah, I remember yeah. there was pretty rowdy after that one of them games. They actually rioted a little bit on the street, burned some cars up. But, yep. you know, overall, it's still a game. People got somewhere to go. So the general population wow, is it is a way of life. There is a limit to it. Yeah, you, you still got to get home. You still got your family and other people yep, to think there's about. There's bigger things. Yeah. All right, man. Dude, this was so awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. Appreciate it. Uh, let me do the song here, dude. Let's. Uh, you. I don't know that you've heard this. I think if I don't get it right, I'm going to stop it, but I think this is it. Oh, yeah. My bad. Here we go. Here we go. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Wolverine. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. I hate Michigan. Yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. Peace out, Buckeye Nation. Thank you so much. Go Bucks.